Welcome everyone to the Precision Unloaded podcast episode 43 and this week brought to you by the gun rack as seen in Rod and Rifle magazine recently. Uh, our chief sponsor for this episode and also the main sponsor and progenitor of the Nine Lives 22 match which is the main subject of the podcast tonight. How are you going Graham? I'm good Mark. And also joined tonight by Wes to follow up from the P10 debrief and talk about this shoot as well. Wes, how are you going? Evening, very good Mark. Alright, Graham, kick us off. What are we going to be going through here? Uh, so for those of you who listened to episode 42, we intended to talk about uh, both um, the P10 Practical and the gun rack nine lights competition but because we gas bagged on that long we decided to uh, put a pause on talking about this comp so as you said wes is back um and we'll, we'll go through this one so uh, this was the first competition held by the gun rack team jeff and cassie um and the, f- the first time we've had a comp that far north in a long time and in the sort of a practical precision 22 style uh, event so um very very cool uh jeff ran it in a similar um way as the gpre and tlrs events so that made it easy for um sort of regular competitors of, of the other um matches to um <clears throat> get a feel for how things went and all of that so um yeah a well, whole boatload of us from taranaki went up we ended up having to take two vehicles which was um far comfier in the end especially in the vehicle i went in Oh shit! What time did I leave home? Four thirty, or something, to get that far north. Where were we? We were in North Waikato or Southern Auckland or Tiakau. Uh, north of that. What would that be? North of that. Yeah. Somewhere. And almost and near Port Waikato. Okay. Yep. Um, and I can't pronounce the place, so. No. Um. Again, so we we ended up nice and early. Um. Two cars, and we, I think, anyway, we got there, and the weather was threatening, but I I had this feeling it wasn't going to rain. Um, I was wrong. Um, But yeah, (laughs) um, I was very, very wrong. So so this event... As usual, I was staring at the rain radar, so I knew it was going to rain, and badly. Well, you're normally looking at the radar while it rains on you. That's right, because I want to know when it's finishing. (laughs) (laughs) So, so uh, Mark picked up Wes on the way from Pew Pew. And um, yeah, anyway, so we got up there, got registered. Um, and I, I thought, yeah, I think the weather's going to miss us. Um, I could sort of see the clouds off to one side. And <clears throat> so I sort of only went semi. I had some gear in my bag, but I only went semi uh, waterproof. Um, first mistake of the day. Because um, we, we sort of, we got down there, obviously, we were all mostly in different squads. And... Um, we shot our first stage, and it was reasonably windy, quite windy for 22 shooting, anyhow. And um, uh, as we moved to our second stage, um, we had a bit of a thunderstorm pass reasonably close overhead. Um, so there was thunder and lightning and um, heavy rain blowing in sideways, and which which made for very very interesting shooting. And I think we had about maybe three or f- three of those big scrawly thunderstorms come across. I guess across yeah. the day maybe four um, and then between that from then on it was essentially just quite heavy wind 
Um, gusty wind. Gusty, gusty. It's the most wind I've shot at 22 and competitively. I think I had there's a there's an 80 meter target and um, I had over three mil of wind on for it to to hit it like that was um, yeah. that was something new for me to have that much wind. You know, I think eight, I thought I looked at it because I was sheltered where I was shooting from. I thought, yeah, 80 meters. Now I'm just going to put like 0.5 on because I I couldn't feel that much. I knew it was out there, but bang, phew, oh, seen my shot in the uh, measured it. Oh, that's like three and a. 3.4 whatever it was you know so i was quite shocked at um some of the wind we we had to deal with um yeah it was, it was hard too because it was gusting to the point where it was, it was like almost a mil difference which was bigger than a lot of the targets right so you'd think you'd be on a plate and you'd be off the left side and you'd account for that you'd be off the right side um yeah that was so one thing I'll say there was there was the the, the event was split into two ranges. So um, actually, and then we'll talk about how the the the, the scoring worked because that gets important later. But there was ranges one uh, stages one through five, and then and then six through ten. Six through ten were the more longer range stages. Um, most of them out to about two hundred, one to three hundred, and one to five were more inside one hundred and fifty, hundred that kind of thing. Um, so if you were lucky enough to start the day on the ranges one through five, um, we, so when we had these major, major weather, you, you'd be on the shorter stages. That would have been a big advantage, um, rather than these big thunderstorms blowing through and and you're you're being on the, um, trying to shoot, you know, 200 or 300 meters with your 22. And I, I didn't actually get a chance to accurately measure the wind being where, anyway, but it was, um. It was interesting, and so, um, oh, scoring. So before we go too far, so this event, where it differed from the um, GPRE way 